come to it sounded like a good idea at the time. The week, semi-weekly, I can't remember, <laughs> whatever. We keep rescheduling when we're recording, so I'm also like, who knows what day, time, it doesn't matter. Uh, We sometimes Wednesday podcast uh, that we are really glad you still tune into. My name is Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we're so glad you joined us today. Hello. Hi. That was my my very chirpy way to welcome you into this recording session. Me or the listeners? You specifically, because you're the one who's actually my friend. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, are also my friends. I was gonna say, I know several listeners who, at this point, know we know their life stories better than we know our own. So. <laughs> Actually, that's very true. <laughs> Best friends. Yeah, our conversion rate of listeners to friends is probably like an unprofessionally high amount. Of what you would really want, because you know, we're like we're a strong community. Nobody believes that, but we right. are like no. But now we're on group text because that's just that's our right. level. Now we're doing this. Now I'm just like, and what is the story here? Like, I feel like I need to know this. And I'm like, that's not my business. Is it? I might be. We have both talked about recently (laughs) that we also can't ever have people work for us because we become much too deeply involved in a professional relationship, actually. Right, right, right. I am very much trying to work on those boundaries. It doesn't really help that you and I tend to just solicit the same help because you go overboard. You always tip people more. Yes, I do. And then they come to my house next and do the same work. And I'm like, whoa. Um, we agreed on this amount. <laughs> I I frequently will give a gift. That's well, nice. That's get nice. a holiday, like a holiday gift or like a special occasion of more. Yeah. You're a regular tipper, and I'm like, yes. I we I you tell me whatever you feel is fair. I will pay you that amount, and uh, that's what we're gonna call it. Not one more set. Well, <laughs> as you know, the thing is, it behooves me for us to have that kind of relationship because I so competitively need to be the favorite that if I didn't have someone head to head with me that I knew I would lose all motivation (laughs) right I I, I'm okay with the breakdown because I'm like most of this is fine I I need more boundaries anyway (laughs) and it's funny that we're talking about all this given the conversation topic today which we're going to get into in a little while this is really perfect and was not planned at all (laughs) that's absolutely true well um, how is your week going? Um, pretty good. Yesterday was rainy and I don't know if it's just like what it is, but like uh, rainy days are a wash for me. And it, yeah. I, 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 no, we all there, like, yes, like I, my productivity goes down. I'm just, I don't know. Yep. Like my mood, my mood is just different. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just like, well, I'm not going to be on the ball today. And it's like, I don't even notice. And I'm just, are, are you, is that the same for you or is it just me? Yeah, ish. Yes. Well, for sure. The thing that I lose all motivation to do is anything involving cleaning up in my house, because for whatever reason, uh-huh. while I know that the floors will get immediately destroyed, I'm also like, so will everything else. So I will do nothing. And I think right. it's just a little bit of like, there's no point because we're going to be inside all day. So there's no point to this, but what happened to us yesterday was we also had a very bad thunderstorm overnight. And so I right. think we were all dragging extra hard. Yeah, yeah. That woke most people I talked to up. Um, Not our friend Lenton who slept through it. Right. So. right. Some people were lucky and they didn't have their dogs clacking around in the middle of the night <laughs> trying to crawl under much. beds and into tiny spaces. And if your dog doesn't wake up and wake everyone else up in a storm, I don't know what you did differently than me, but you did it right. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, also, if your children sleep through the night, you are doing something better than I am doing with one third of mine, because I told you that same night. So we were up, I don't know, two o'clock ish sometime overnight with the storm. Sometime. And then at three yeah. thirty at three thirty. 8 a.m. Uh, when the storm had calmed down, the dog had calmed down. Jane Ellis announces from her room, I'm all done sleeping. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. No, ma'am. You, you absolutely you are not. But guess who was right? Who, guess who was all done sleeping? Both me and Jane Ellis. She right, like exactly. fair. I'm like, this is this is absolutely not okay. So whatever drugs, whatever. We have found that she does better without melatonin. It messes up her sleep cycle too much. Not that she has that's, a sleep cycle. LOL. Right. That's cute that you said that. Um, yes. well, I have just started locking my door at night because I'm mm-hmm. like, these kids, like, no, you're not allowed in here. And I have a different problem than you in that your issue is that she will scream like you can't just well first of all if you lock your door she will go down and probably leave the house <laughs> you, well, the, she's morning i heard her there. like cracking eggs down yeah the other morning i heard her cracking eggs downstairs and i was like what are you <sighs> so then i lock her in her room and then she just stands there and screams and doesn't right. stop ever and then the rest of the four of you are not sleeping so it's this whole chain effect whereas mine just want to get in my bed and i'm like this is funny because when they were babies um we had a very good sleep routine and we're very strict about it and it got to a point where we were like oh we kind of wish they would snuggle with us in bed like you know and they never would they would never sleep with us and then in the last year, of course, <laughs> things Naturally. are just so different because it's like, you know, a, a lot of us are just so worn down from saying no. And especially oh, yeah. like get me in the middle of the night. Like, what am I going to do with their adorable little bottom lip trembling? Oh, so, for sure. Um, and they started sneaking in without asking. So I'm like, I wake uh-huh. up and I'm like, every living being in this house is touching me on me. <laughs> yes. See, two thirds of mine who aren't locked in their room do sleep slip in in the middle of the night and we recently upgraded from a queen to a king and i was and like this will be changer yeah, i'm like this will be great like david and i have never felt closer in that we don't have to touch each other at night like exactly. this feels excellent and i'm like this will be great they can slip in we won't know but the problem is they still are on top of me so it's right. like this is no more space for me david just doesn't get woken up which i'm like right. I love that you're obsessed with me. This is really feeling my cup as a favorite. However, I hate this. <laughs> right. Well, Milan will only only come and like attach himself to me. Maya a lot of times will slip in and I'll wake up in the morning and just see her like connected to Passan's back. <laughs> like as if as if they're Siamese twins. Yes, a barnacle. Right, right. And I'm just like, I don't know how either of you are doing that because he sleeps under an electric blanket like oh a psycho <laughs> that sounds like you guys sociopath it truly and i'm like i i can't even look at you although you're adorable <laughs> but right. it's just it's such a thing so now i typically lock our door at night which feels cruel but it's the only way because if i get up 99 percent of the time i'll tell them to go back to bed if they come in and like barely wake me up i'm not gonna say no i don't have any willpower at that yeah. point but no. if I'm out it's of bed, it's just easier. It's just easier right. to let them fall asleep than to right. deal with coming in and out. It really is, but it is. It affects my sleep so negatively. I cannot stand waking up with everyone. I'm just like, you guys. How many rooms are empty in this house right now? <laughs> yeah, some, that's what I've been starting to do. I become a refugee in my own home, where then I wake up and I'm like, who else's bed can I go into? Exactly. The, I'm like, where else would I be doing better right now? <laughs> anywhere is the answer. But okay, so yeah. 
we were texting about this a little bit, unless you have other things that you wanted to talk about in this segment. Did you? I should ask you. Um, I was I was literally just sitting here thinking, what are women up to? And then you said you were getting on. So mm, well, that's as, as far as that got. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about this theory that I presented to you via text about why we're more tired with, when our kids aren't around. Yes, yes, yes. Please do. Okay, great. So Norbeth started back to school for the very first time last week, which was very momentous because it means three days a week for some number of hours a day, all of my kids are out of my house. Yeah. It's been life changing. It's been something that I've been really looking forward to. And I was like, I'm going to feel like a new person until it happened. And I was like, why do I feel like shit? Like I felt horrible. I felt like I've been hit by a bus and I'm not even saying emotionally. Like I got home and I was like, I have literally never felt worse physically than I do right now. Like I couldn't make myself do anything. And I, and you have said the same thing. Like I am so exhausted once they leave. And I'm like, why is this so much worse when they're not here than than when they are here? So I have a theory I would like to posit to, I don't know, our community at large. The group. Yeah. Here's what I decided. For a year and a half now, our feelings emotionally, mentally, or physically do not matter. They have taken so far a backseat to Mm -hmm. everything else, keeping everyone else alive, keeping things running, that we have become very numb to our own feeling because it's like we've been fatigued. Uh (laughs) We will never be fatigued again. But when you remove the stimuli of your children needing triage first, it's like everything hits you like a bus because you're like, oh, suddenly... This is what feelings feel like. And because we've been suppressing our negative feelings for so long, those are the ones that need the most attention. And I'm like, well, I hate this. (laughs) Guess what? You're back to Zoom kindergarten. I hate it. Exactly. Well, and it's the first time that we can sit and think about processing any of this for just Ooh, us. Yeah. I think. And so it's kind of that like recovery because like no matter what your situation is, everyone is experiencing some form of trauma this year. You know, whether you have right. a family, whether it's just you, whether you have kids or not, you know, there's a lot for everyone to process. It just depends on when you get the chance to process it. And it's like, we if haven't been able to. to do that. If the privilege to, you're exactly right. And a lot of people don't. And um, I commented on another of our friends, <laughs> our podcast friends, Instagrams. And this is going to sound creepy because I didn't get a chance to go back and respond. So doing that here on the podcast is totally normal. Um, but she was talking about how she's been back in the office since June. And um, other people are like still, you know, just everyone's situation is so different. And it's like, yeah. who is... By the time you finally get to process any of this, it's like, oh, wait, you have to heal as well. And right. um, it can feel very defeating being like, oh, wait, I, I'm supposed to feel good now. Like, right. I'm so there's, there's a weird supposed to be. Right. Right. And, and of course, a lot of that is what we put on ourselves just because we're like, oh, normal, normal will feel good. And, you know, for yes. moms of young kids who are starting out school, for us, the normal is supposed to be there in happily in school, <laughs> hopefully yep. and um, safely and you know, mass or no mass, it seems like, you know, for the most part, kids are getting, they've been pretty uh, uh, flexible and, you know, it takes them getting used to. But at the same time, like there's just, you're like, okay, well now this is it. Now they're back in school. Why am I exhausted? And it's like, oh, because I am also a human and right. I also have to process this trauma. And even, even if not even, without even processing, 
just the whole, the whole year and a half's worth of exhaustion that you never get to catch up on. Right. Like how long is that going to take to sleep off? <laughs> right. It's like rim rebound, but forever. Right. Right. It does. It feels, I'm like, well, this will never like get better. And it always makes me think of people in situations around the world that have it so much more permanently difficult. Like I think of mm-hmm. like refugees and things like that. And um, families who, it becomes their norm to live through situations like this. And it really makes you think, you know, so many times when a situation is presented to us here in the first, like in a first world situation, I shouldn't say here in the first world, because mm-hmm. there are many situations in this country that are not first world, which I think is an offensive term. So I apologize for that. But um it's much easier to say like, well, why wouldn't you just do X, Y, Z? But then like you find yourself in a trauma of sorts yeah. and you're like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, and this is, you know, I, I say only a year and a half for us. Um, a lot of people around the country are not moving towards any sorts of no- sort of normal mm-hmm. anytime soon. Um, and just think about it as a lifetime, you know, but it just, it makes you a lot less fast to judge anyone else (laughs) right oh totally um yeah and then i think also just deciding like you know it's they say like with birth order that after the third it starts over there's something like that i sort of feel like there's got to be a upper limit of what a return to normal is after so long without it where it's like yeah we were talking about that like two or three months in and that looks a whole lot different than 18 months in right that it's like what what are any of us striving for at this point that right right and everyone's definition is going to be so different so anyway that was my um ted talk for today that i just wanted to throw out there and get thoughts on yeah i liked it and to be very careful with this term because we collectively hate it (laughs) oh good um Let's all just remember to give e- give ourselves. What is it? The, the one? No, nope. we're not giving each other grace. We're not. Yes, doing thank you. That's it. There, no, give yourself grace. There's no grace. Um, it's nothing like that. But just be very hard on yourselves. Be very hard on yourself. Just remember. I guess what? I, here, not grace. When I say grace, I'm just realizing this is what I actually mean. Have no. Have no. Yeah. Uh, DM me for my private thoughts. Um, have no expectations for yourself. Or like when you realize they're there, try and just let them go because they're, we're back to the drawing board. Well, here's, this. I just will continue to refuse to have emotions is where I am. I'm like, this is, this is serving me not at all. So <laughs> yet again, emotions are useless. And right. Let, let me tell you what is healthy is yeah. leaving it all behind. Speaking of grace, I'm going to go ahead and do my, it sounded like a good idea at the time. On this, I told you this last night, but you know, I, (laughs) our household is a Christian household. We teach the girls about God, Jesus, you know, whatever, but we try to do it in a way that is less Duggar style and more, I don't know, exploratory. I don't know the right word to use it, but, um, we do, we do talk about God often. Um, I guess at school they had talked about Memorial Day, it just like in reference to something, like not what it was about. So Norbeth was asking me, like, what is Memorial Day? And I was like, well, it's a day that we honor um, people who've died fighting for us and fighting to protect us. And she was like, oh, like Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> at first I was like, what? Are, and I was like, oh, oh, um, okay. Well, you're, 
And I'm like, do I? She is a fundamental. Like, <laughs> she really is. She is a fundamentalist. So if yes. anyone's looking for a new one, like she would go convert to whatever you're selling. Because okay. I was just like, I don't know how to tell her. Like, yes, she is right, I guess. But like, Memorial also, isn't for Jesus. Not everything is about God, nor about. But I was like, right. Ease up a little bit. But but also you want you like it's not like a yeah, I mean, this is a good answer I guess but also we're kind of missing not missing the point but I was right, very like, much like veterans mm-hmm. <laughs> moment I'm like could, yeah exactly could Jesus take a back seat for a second so right. those who paid the price get their due for one second yeah, Nora it's just like one one day and on that day we celebrate by shopping so like, listen Jesus gets a lot, lot of days we need to share it right. with somebody else let's, we gotta share the calendar so anyway it was chat Amy pointed out out. Yes. The one thing Christians need is more holidays dedicated holidays. to Christianity. That's so, right. and I and Norbeth gets behind that very much. So Norbeth is the one leading that cause. <laughs> so I was just like, well, somehow we have missed this mark. But I was just got it was the end of the day. I was, I was just like, yeah, just like yeah. Jesus, okay. the ultimate sure. warrior. Again, fine, fine. whatever. <laughs> exactly. I don't like, care. I don't yes. care at this point. Right. Like, I was like, yeah. yes, he was killed by your sin. So I guess he did die trying to protect you. Yeah, then, good job. So. Good job. Uh, now go absolve yourself of that guilt on on your own. Exactly. Like, let me suggest to follow you for the next lifetime. <laughs> let me suggest Catholicism. I think it'll be very good for you. Uh, you know what? That would be very good for her. She she's really in the wrong family. She would have thrived, thriven, throve. Sure, any of those in some sort of catholicism maybe mm-hmm. greek orthodox yes well, she's thinking. at a greek school so maybe she can do some more exploring about that because yeah. i think i also told you they um in greek class we're learning about greek easter which is highly religious in greece i mean easter here is religious but i think it's also become fairly secular but the teacher kept saying like I'm teaching you about this so you know how it happens in Greece. I'm not suggesting that you believe this, you know, like very much covering the bases of like, you can or cannot believe this. I'm just teaching you about culture. Right. And they kept being like, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> do, I get, do I get a better grade? Because and the teacher was like, okay, thank you for sharing that. I'm very glad that that is your belief. For anyone else listening, you do not have to believe <laughs> Like, you need to simmer down, okay? Right. She's like, guess what? Guess who's an idiot? Anyone who doesn't believe your religion. She's like, guess what day is revival? Every day that ends in Y. So, <laughs> right. Ever heard of it? Some of us never aren't thinking about church. So. Right. So anyway, that is working. Separation of church and state is working very well in this house. Yeah, so it's anyway, going great. It's going if great. Anyone else would like a veteran lesson? We can talk about the ultimate veteran, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate veteran uh, do you have anything else to talk about or should we take a little break i think maybe take a breather on the ultimate veteran note <laughs> great and move forward <laughs> um okay so we're back and um we got a message uh from a listener who wishes to remain anonymous mm-hmm. and um she was just her move i appreciate uh that. totally i would never like i would be too too scared to even message anyone even you <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, anyway so and she brought up this really t- i, I want to say interesting topic but like that doesn't even cover all of my complex feelings basically breaking up with your friends mm-hmm. and um 
it's it's something that I think in the last several years and especially for white women has probably become way more of a thing because like, you know, it, we're, it's it, we're in a time in history where like you really have to choose sides and you kind of find out like, well, everyone that I thought might not be choosing the same side as me and I might have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um how do I move forward? Like, especially if people aren't prioritizing what you're prioritizing morally or. Yeah. And and so I liked her, her main question was, I have a friend who she and I are just kind of coming out on the different side of things. She did not specify what those were. She didn't even, I don't think say it was political or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. She was just saying, how do I like break up with that friend or like how do you move on from friendships yeah because you know i feel like for so long it's been like you can be friends with anybody even if you don't share the same beliefs but i feel like things have really um cauterized is not the right word but there's some word that's like that that in the last couple of years it's been like well we really need to test that (laughs) because it's become more of a defining thing than like well do you believe taxes should be higher or not it feels like do you believe in humanity or not yes exactly like do you believe that like my children shouldn't be accosted in the street for looking different right and (laughs) it's like like, we can't be friends (laughs) exactly and so i think a lot of people the pandemic has forced a lot of hands i think and Mm -hmm. um Another listener of ours, I can't remember if she messaged us or if she did a post like this. So I I don't want to steal it if it was her post, but basically talking about there will be relationships that won't be the same because the last year and a half has been a real defining moment for people that we won't be the same. And so what do you do with it? Or do you just kind of respect and say, okay, well, it's been great until now? Because these things right. become deeply personal and deeply offensive at this point when people don't believe the same thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, where do you where do you draw the line? Because, you know, we like to look back on like memories and all this nicely. And it just makes me think of uh, the song, Thanks for the Memories. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, that just really like, is that the takeaway? Like, do we just say thanks for the memories and then just move on but like what if you don't all agree you know like what if the other person isn't feeling the same way and is still that's what i was something too like how do you have you found yourself in a situation like this i guess i should say um i don't i don't know if i've exactly what this person is was referring to like where someone is actively trying to be friends with me um and <laughs> speaking of power moves speaking of power moves <laughs> no one is trying to be friends with me um <laughs> no one is pursuing me uh <laughs> but no i mean i think that i have naturally grown apart from a lot of people i think that i i mean i know i've also put boundaries down yeah so and i think at the same time like with her question like her her question to us not question her topic that she posed was basically like so what is what do you do do you ghost this person do you Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about i've thought about it a lot because i think we received this message like two weeks ago or something um and i think for me first of all i i let go of the assumption that like i owe someone an explanation oh okay that's good and not at all where i am so yes i like that right like um you know you're not required to sit down with someone and say like we don't agree so let me break it down for you here's a powerpoint i put together (laughs) right and i do think part of that is like um the evangelical culture of like getting your point across and trying to change someone else's mind Mm -hmm. whereas Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm 
frequently not out for that. If you be kind of because I'm, I'm a little bit cynical at this point, like there are certain things where it's like, if you don't agree with me by now and by me, you know, I, by me, I mean like the things that I very much care about. Like if you don't, yes. if you don't care for all life, if you don't care, mm-hmm. like if you don't specifically see that people of color are suffering and, you know, more, if you don't see that, like we have a problem with policing there's just so many things and it's like i don't know what to do at this point like you know what i mean so like i don't believe that i owe anyone an explanation and i also just think like in general not even not even related to politics or anything like it's not my job to convince you of anything like you have to come to these things yourself any belief will be more powerful when you come to it yourself well what to you do you feel like is the breaking point for you like what would make you get to that point because you know i follow i'm the way that i'm going to word this immediately makes it sound like i'm superior to you so i'm just going to put that out there that that's not my point unless it is my point but it is you don't i mean any, any no one is going to be like oh that's not her point we know it's your point. <laughs> okay, there's, there's so, no need for any of that good. no Basic need for the yeah we're all on the same page yeah it's like we don't need to disclaim anything anymore but yeah exactly i do actively follow people who very much post things that are offensive to me um uh-huh. that i have been friends with for a long time because i'm like on some level does it really matter but there, it would take a whole lot for me to actually unfollow, even if I am deeply offended, which happens like nearly every day. But I'm like, <laughs> there, there is a background there that I care about. And I don't, I don't know. Again, this speaks more to, about myself and my inability to have conflict, even if that conflict is just unfollowing somebody. Like, what would drive you to the point to be like, I think that this friendship needs to end now? Well, first of all, I love unfollowing people. I feel like it's such a power play. Um, <laughs> however, there is something to be said for not uh, curating an echo chamber. So right, good on you right. for doing that. I'm well, sure that yes, was your you. whole intention there. Well, um, was because I agreed with her for a long time, potentially. So I'm just <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm offended. <laughs> right. For sure. Um, but wait, what was your original question? I just. What would drive you to the point of being like, I think this relationship is over? Oh, at this point, at this point, if people are just like so anti and so so actively like anti science or, you know, anti, uh, I don't know, just a lot of progressive ideals mm-hmm. by progressive. I mean, what we would all, I think, consider simply fair. Then I'm just like, no, we're done. There's no need. There's no need for me to put your information in my mind on a daily basis. Yeah. Okay. That's so, you, okay. Um, how then would you proceed? Like, again, I think it's very weird because so many of our relationships for the last year and a half have been like primarily via social media because we haven't been able to see each other. Well, but wait, wait, wait. I do want to say too, when I speak about like unfollowing people, um, I'm not referring to the situation which that listener asked us about, which is like a, f- a friend that you are close to and spend time with. Okay, that was going to be my that, that was the progression of my question. So okay. what then how then do you handle that as an in an IRL situation of it's been easy ish to do um, and let things kind yes. of slowly even slowly ghost if you have had like a primarily texting relationship like to yeah. become slower to respond or more like the dreaded like lol and then nothing to a text like how do you then graduate that beyond just oh I'm not following you anymore well 
I don't I can't say that there have been people that I've put up boundaries with that I have also unfollowed because okay. there wouldn't by this point in my life, there's no one that is trying to hang out with me. That's trying to do like I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm any of those people's cup of tea. Weirdly, so sorry, um, we're coming from a much different angle than you. We don't have people trying to be friends with us. But I mean, even as far as like you know, um, as far as people who have been really good friends with me for a long time, who I'm just like, I don't think we're serving each other. I think we're mm-hmm. raising our kids differently. Um, I don't think we fully believe the same things anymore. And mm-hmm. I, you know, there's just a lot of ideals in Southern evangelical culture that I um, do not want to raise my kids around. So I'm like, why I don't really want to do play dates. <laughs> LOL. Suddenly we stop hanging out. <laughs> it's like weirdly Norbeth made the cut. So like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, Again, good for you for not living in an echo chamber with my six year old. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she, she is my link to evangelicalism. Um, but also, it's like at least I have Jane Ellis, who is like a wild, radical, um, <laughs> yes, free woman. And yeah. so it's, you know, it's Jane Ellis and I will be able to convert Norbeth. But um, <laughs> I, I, to me, honestly, just there, there's a lot of things that, you know, how like people are, people go through habits and realize things so that GD screen time feature we get every Sunday. Oh, boy, do about, I, hate it. I know about like, oh, wow, I actually pick up my phone a lot more. Um, than I thought, or like, you know, I'm actually mm-hmm. on this app for me. It's like, oh, I actually just pick up my phone and like shoot off a casual text to someone without really thinking about it. And yeah. for me, a large part of boundaries and a large part of saying like of a naturally growing apart because like, I'm just there. I don't really need to like sit down and have a conversation with someone every time my feelings change because your feelings might change again. Yeah. And if anything, if you're not, if you're quote unquote breaking up with someone because you feel that they're not at your level, they might one day be, you know, Mm -hmm. think of how you and I have changed over our entire adult lives and think about people that we maybe came into contact with when we were younger who probably couldn't stomach us. Uh, Well, no, that's not for, I'm saying like for some people that might've happened, not us, (laughs) Um, who maybe now we could sit down and have a cup of coffee with and find a lot more like, Oh wait, we actually agree. So people, people can ultimately change. I don't think it's our responsibility to change everyone. So I think, the best thing to do for me is to just lay some low key guy, like don't fire off the casual texts, just, you know, like slowly spread things. It's like when you're weaning, if you're, I mean this again, this never happened to me because like my, both of my kids like immediately stopped nursing at one year old and we're <laughs> done with so me in character. For them. Yeah, truly. But like, you know how they say, like, if you're weaning, like you slowly go down to you, you like first for like a week or two, take away like one feed and then you yeah. take away another. like wean yourself off of just the casual relationship with that person and give yourself plenty of freedom to honestly not text back. Like you, you don't owe anyone like an immediate text back. Like one, the funny thing is, <laughs> is that I do not feel this way about you at all. I will never, if I can't text <laughs> you back right away, I'm like, I have committed a sin. <laughs> Things are literally falling apart. <laughs> right. Like our relationship is fractured. She's going to think that I don't care about her. Like yes, I need to right. text. I um, have treated you well. <laughs> right. So, but like, I mean, I, uh, my sister-in-law at the beginning of this year was like, uh, I'm turning on my read receipts and I don't care. Like people need to know, like, that just because they texted me, I'm not dropping. Oof, no wonder she and I aren't closer because I cannot. Right. It is weird because you guys are really alike, but somehow also not best friends. I don't know. Um, but As if yeah, you would ever allow that. I won't. Don't worry about that. You don't even need to remember her name. But um, 
I, I think allow yourself in general to not be at the behest of society. Like, you know, someone else doesn't just deserve your time, first of all. And second of all, don't fire off the texts. Allow like more space in between. Make it like not urgent to respond back to that person. And then don't apologize for it. Just be like, oh, nope, it's not not going to work out or something. And if if you find that it's too hard to just like immediately stop meeting up, um. Well, okay. You know, I'm just kind of rambling. You, you go for it. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I mean, so for me, what I have actually, um, found myself it, when I've evaluated friendships that are either slowly dying or I'm spending too much time thinking about that are serving me very little. Right. Like, and this particularly, I think, happens with friendships that have been long standing because yes. I think it's a little bit easier with a new friend to be like, this is kind of not working right, for me just and like making away. yourself unavailable. Like, that happens too. Right. And sometimes things just happen where you're kind of like mutually like, this is just not, right. this is not what it, I thought it might be. And that's, that is always disappointing to me, but it's also not offensive. But I've had to evaluate, and maybe I've talked about this before, like of the percentage of time that we're talking, how much of it is just reliving memories and how much yeah, of it yeah, yeah, yeah. We've actually talked about new things. Yeah. Um, and in the bulk of my friendships that have ended, and I'm not saying that I'm the one who's necessarily ended them, but it's been like, we have no new ground, nor are we building toward new ground, nor is either of us trying to find it. Um, right. And that is usually a pretty good indication of like, oh, the reason that we're sending, I'm sending a text is because I just saw something that reminded me of like an inside joke from like six years yes. ago. And, yes. And that is when I have to be like, that doesn't matter. Because instead of being like a moment of, oh, this is fun and I'm glad we have this connection. For me, it ends up being, this makes me really sad. Right. That, that nothing will come from this conversation. That like, right, right, right. Me sending that is basically like picking an old scab. <laughs> it's like, and you know, one day it, it might not be like, you know, if you're kind of slowly trying to pull something apart, it might become, you know, one day you might be able to be like, LOL, this song, remember, blah, blah, yeah, and then yeah, that's yeah. the end, you know, that, cause I don't, it's not that those memories aren't valuable that you had back in the day. Like you, I am a different person now than I was a very long time ago. That doesn't mean my memories and fun times a long time ago aren't valid. I mean, you know, I look at things through a different lens, but at the same mm -hmm. time, like I wouldn't, you know, like it would be, it would be so cruel to not let myself enjoy those memories. So I think ideally, for me, you know, the goal would always be to work towards a place where you can send a song or a funny joke about something that happened. And then, you know, both of you laugh about it for one second and then move on with and your day. It. But when I have felt myself like hoping that that's the catalyst for more and it yes. not be, I'm like, yes. this is fulfilling zero things for me. And right. all that it's causing is more angst. Like, yeah, like should what what all was expected there? Yeah. And, like, and I, what I tend to do is <laughs> spend a long time, like longer than I should, trying to start a conversation, like hoping it will spark something. Uh huh. And then getting to the point where I'm like, well, it's not. But I, it's like I have to prove it to myself right, <laughs> instead of being right. like, this is not going to be anything. But recently, um, the way I've been kind of like figuring things out is realizing like just because historically somebody has been someone that I've always shared news with first doesn't mean that they will continue to be. And that tends to be a pretty good read for me. Like if something bad or exciting or momentous happens, you know, you tend to have like the three or four people outside yes, of maybe yeah. your immediate family. And for a long time, it would be these, this group of people. Right. And then suddenly I would realize like, 
oh, I didn't even think to tell that person. But that ends up being a really good thing because it's like, oh, I've naturally distanced myself because I didn't tell them that. And maybe I will later, but I think it becomes kind of a clear like divide. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And I guess the only, the only situation I would think I can think of where this becomes just like so much harder is if the person doesn't like get, get what it. you're laying down. So yeah. like, what would you, that has also never happened. <laughs> me. I'm the one who doesn't get to say, this is a thing where it's like, if it hasn't happened to you, like take a class. You are news for you. Yeah. yeah the um, one that I was talking about with like sharing inside jokes, I'm like, that person just stopped responding to me. So this is actually very embarrassing. <laughs> Really super vulnerable. Yeah. Um, like, twist, you are the person that the girl who messaged us is talking about. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I suddenly want to tell us. Yeah. I suddenly want to text that person that I'm talking about and be like, listen, let me get your opinion. <laughs> How listen, did you quick, break up with quick me? Quick thing. Like, what are, first of all, what are your thoughts about me? Scale of one to 10. <laughs> yeah. And also, how did you manage to stop talking to me three years ago and I didn't realize? So. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Would you come on the pod? Also, do you want to get a drink later? <laughs> exactly. Can we please? Please meet and talk this over. Um, But see, that's my thing. I would do that. I like, I, because I have a really hard time not placing my value in my friendships with people. And so it would be like, as much as I'm like, see, I unfollowed that person on Instagram. I forced them to unfollow me when I did that. Like that felt very healthy. I'm also very much like, I hope that she knew that I did that. And I also want to always keep the door open. (laughs) This was on me. I was so empowered, but I, I also never want to close a A door. door. I'm not, I'm not great about it, but I do think very slow steps away are ultimately the most healthy for me. Because if I take like some brazen step of like, I'm never returning your text again. I also really want to make sure that they noticed it. And that's not good. And I, uh, there are things I am such a petty person. There are things that feel so good in the moment and so petty too, that it's like, but look at the big picture. Like, how do you want to look at the end of all this? If you want to look petty, like more power to you. I support that wholeheartedly. See, I always want to look like the wrong, the wronged person. and Right. Right. So if you want to look like the good person, it's like that, um, who said that quote, that's, uh, better t- for people to think you're a fool than open your mouth and convince them oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. i can't yeah. remember who said that but like it's just honestly you can become slow at texting people back and you can also become slow at t- texting certain people back and also the people who are not good at texting like i have several good friends who are not good at texting in general that's a thing you don't have to be good yeah, yeah. like we can we can all not text back <laughs> you know just right don't like first and again, now that I've figured out that what I mean when I think of like grace eh, is um, <laughs> expectations, yeah. like think of what are your expectations, you know, not the other person, but what do you want to come out of this? And if if what you're looking for is mental peace, give yourself the space to not respond. You know, you don't have to get back. I mean, and you can also like you're not obligated to have a conversation with someone you're not obligated to carry on if they text you if they need to call you and it's an emergency that's fine but like if someone's just texting you well and i think paying attention to how you feel too like not to make us both sound like bitches but we have worked out together different relationships where it's like i don't know what where to put this one now like yes exactly um so we've helped each other evaluate a little bit and it's like i think the common theme has been like do you feel obligated? Do you yes. feel like your energy is drained? 
and or like, do you want to actually communicate? Right. And what is your expectation from this? And yeah. um, that's been really helpful because it's like I'm I don't have the extra time or not even the time, the emotional bandwidth to put into something that like when the text comes in, I'm immediately like, Ugh. which yeah. again makes me sound awful, but it is like but you just all, kind of start to know that. We like, all know, like we all, I'm <clears throat> sure, know exactly that feeling, whether yeah. it's someone that we are talking to now or someone we have talked to in the past. We all know that feeling so well. It's like you get the text from the person who's like, uh, like this person just texts me again, you know, or somebody that you're like, you make a plan with, but you're actually thrilled when they cancel, which right. is every single person in my life. But right. um, quick, quick note to listeners, Caroline feels that way about any plans <laughs> with me. Literally 100%. So yeah, we were going to to you. Do not get your feelings hurt. I, or just move past it and allow your feelings you. to be it is hurt. Me. I equally do not want to be with anybody. But <laughs> maybe Truly. it's the right time to like prune friendships to use another very religious Right. Group. I don't love I you saying that, that to me um, <laughs> as I'm talking about you canceling plans. Literally, with me. you moved all the way across our neighborhood. So okay. it's like, I don't want to talk Reader, about that. I moved 20 feet away. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Can st- you can still hear my dog. So yeah, that's true. Well, he's annoying, but I <laughs> well, have harsh. <laughs> I have to traverse a waterway to get uh-huh. to your house now. And that feels dangerous. But <laughs> I, I, risk, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I risk drowning every time I go to your <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> wow. Um, so to the people anyway. who have uh, given up on Caroline, DM me and we can all <laughs> just have some catharsis together. Oh, boy. But <laughs> all that said, this is a good time, I think, as we start to um, re-enter some level of socialization, uh-huh. <laughs> like how to prioritize, do I want to see you or not, and under what circumstances. Because I am more likely to like meet somebody at the park. Sorry for people who don't have kids i don't try to do that with people who don't have kids but um like make it a general like lightly social thing where i'm like i will probably be chasing a naked three-year-old more than i will be talking to you so that feels very fairly low risk right and i would give up an evening to go hang out with somebody and it's i feel like i can scale that and if you're looking to end things with somebody i would recommend doing it that way (laughs) totally um and the only situation where that wouldn't work out to me is like if it's someone that like you don't want like those like morals around your kids. That's the tough oh, thing. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and, and I would say a lot. I think there is a lot of like gut searching of there yeah. are plenty of people who we don't see eye to eye on several things. But I also don't feel like they're bad influences for me or not like bad influence is not the way but it's like I know that they are very good people and right. we may not share some things but I don't feel like it's a threat to me or my family. Well I threat isn't I think that I said very, that well, it feels very over dramatic but I know what you mm, are. A bit rude. Um, I'm never not <laughs> properly dramatic I, I'm, I'm saying like I don't want like for instance like I wouldn't want to go to a playground with someone who's like oh why is your son wearing a pride shirt or like Milan oh, what's right. that on your shirt or like oh you shouldn't be crying or like well as you know Norbeth's um guitar instructor does refer to COVID as the china virus so i very obviously yeah. don't follow that that rule <laughs> right. uh that's what five dollars for a private lesson will get you that's absolutely so right just so honestly it, like you do get what you pay for if you're offering anything cheap to me i literally don't care <laughs> i don't i don't care putin all right what are you offering <laughs> that's completely correct um but i just think um the one thing that and it, it is funny that this person messaged us when we've, we've been talking about friendships just a lot to each mm-hmm. other lately. Um, 
And I don't know if this is something I would have realized in my 30s anyway. And I think part of it is, but also with the last year, understanding that like, excuse me, (laughs) um, for your whole life, I feel like when you're young, it's like you have friends and you have enemies. I mean, not enemies, but it's like you either like people or you don't like people. Right, right, Right. right. Things are very clear cut. But it's like as you get older, as your family gets older, as you move through life and jobs and all of that, it's like people, you just have different relationships with people. Like it's fine to be so casual with someone, you just wave at them. You know, for me, that was like a big realization. Like I'm like, someone can just be like, I don't... An acquaintance and that's fine. An acquaintance. And it's, I don't, I can see them at the pool every day. I don't have to be their best friend. I don't have to feel like, oh, this is, a, I need to, I need to get close to them. Like, yeah, it, it did used to feel like if I like them, we must be building towards something. And now right. I'm like, I like can very much admit, need to be friends. It's yeah. Like, no, like, no, they that don't. person is nice and that is fine. If we ever run into each other, that's lovely. And if not, that is also very fine. It does not mean that something is bad. And I think I always categorize right. things of we're friends or we're not friends. And right. We're friends. We should be trying to make plans. Why don't I want to make plans with this person? Oh, you don't don't need to want to get a drink with everyone. Right. <laughs> like, you can just want to be like one thing I am very excited about next year, um, which I've not gotten to experience this year. And this is the true um, downside of all of this is the lack of PTO meetings. Because <laughs> I'm oh, sure. So, well, we know I love small talk anyway. I've talked yeah. about that a lot. Um, but like, you know, the why I haven't been to the why in a year and a half. So mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to discuss the weather with anyone outside of my regular circle and i think everyone's tired of it so i'm not discussing the weather with any elderly people literally are (laughs) so it's like i i love i am like one of the few people who i know who really like small talk i am very excited about like one time a month making casual small talk with people having like the thing in common is that our kids go here that's it and i like I like to be involved a little bit. So that amount of involvement and being able to just kind of get the the pulse of things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and understanding that that's fine. That's that's how much I want to be involved. And, I, you know, no one else has to be that involved or be they, you know, be more involved. That's I figured out. That's what I like. Like, perhaps the best growth <laughs> for myself lately is that I have finally figured out what level of involvement I like in different places in life. And I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with saying yes and no to things. Yeah, that's so. good. I also want to point out that I, um, I'm going to, I didn't even clear this with you. So we might be in a fight now, but, um, I'm going to vague, I'm going to vague pod. Did it. Um, this will definitely do it. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm going to vague pod for a moment before we close out the episode so that people Uh will tune in again. Um, but I am, uh, I am forever, um, assuming that all of my friendships are about to end. So. If you ever bring up something that I don't immediately agree with, I'm like, well, this is, this is the end. So you, you brought up, um, a topic about the future of the podcast and mm-hmm. I did not agree with it. And I was like, this is, this is where it goes. Like I'm going to have to, to delete every single group chat because my, <laughs> my assumption, because we're on like 14 and it's very obnoxious, but I'm it, like, it's very, it's very chaotic. I wouldn't also have it any other way. Cause I'm like, I don't know where to share this one link <laughs> right. too much, but um, I do immediately not, like, I don't tend to trust that it is okay that we're going to not agree and we will also still be fine. So I just did my very best avoidance technique and just didn't reply and like 14 minutes after not replying you're like this doesn't feel 
<laughs> right. right. You well, forced my hand. Knew. I was like, as soon, as soon as I sent the text, I'm like, she's not going to text back right away. Cause I was like, That's I know right. she's going to want to take some time. And then I'm like, all right, she's well, had I was time. like, she, how I am I? She read this. And I'm like, I know she doesn't agree with me. And I, I knew how you were sitting yes. here. <laughs> like, in a, Cause I'm like, like, I am going to, I could have just I'm like, and how can door. I extrapolate myself from this relationship with the least amount of damage? Because there's no way this will continue. <laughs> she has way too I, many secrets of mine at this point. So like I right, do need I, dirt. Well, and I replied how I was feeling and I sent it and I was like, oh, I couldn't feel my hands. I knew it was the end. Oh my and like, gosh. Within like, because I even said like, I don't actually know how to articulate it. So maybe I'll talk about it later. And then I was like, in tears later. It's now later. Um, and you then know, like three articulate it really well well three texts later we had like come to a resolution and we were totally fine and probably better than ever and i was like oh well we barely barely we we really were so close to the end on that one Uh, so anyway maybe also work on that maybe like trust of people or something i don't know but i was like i'm gonna need a new friend on your line Yeah. First of all, there's there's no way to untangle it at this point. I would get divorced before I could break it off with you. Like, there's simply no way. We're yeah. entirely too entangled. There no so way. there's just no That's way. That's true. But, we uh, also didn't manage boundaries well in that. So yeah, oh, the well. funny thing is, I forgot to bring this up at the beginning of this episode. I was going to say of the fa- of the fact that this is a conversation between the two of us. Like, this is just not. We have such poor boundaries. This is not something that we are experts in. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, just to recover everything I just said and say, take it all with a grain (laughs) of salt, because I am constantly saying things to you that I'm like, well, that came off real shitty. (laughs) And then luckily, usually Amy will come in and smooth things over. And I'm like, yeah, completely. I said, and just take what she said. But then I'm like, well, I I said, eh, I said, I'll my thirties. Anyway, this is me. This is me world oh. <laughs> it's a good thing we branded ourselves as not experts because clearly we have done nothing to help anybody in this Truly. Except, except to make them tune in for us to talk about the future podcast sometime <laughs> yes please do i would like to know if you've gone through this situation either on the if it was Ooh. mutual or like if you were the caroline <laughs> yeah if it was very not mutual <laughs> like what are what is your experience and or thoughts on this because i think um there's probably a lot of different thoughts. So I would yeah, love to hear would what people to know to how, it's, how it's been done well and not done well, especially if it wasn't mutual. Because it yes. is one thing when you both like even without like unspoken, you're like, this is just not working out. So you mutually ghost each other. That's that is best case scenario to yeah, me. It's really that's really best case scenario. Yeah. Just let it just let it die real slowly. But if it hasn't right. been mutual and or you were blindsided, which has only happened to me one time and I still don't want to talk about it, then sure. you <laughs> share with us and we'll talk about you instead. If you're the person who blindsided Caroline, DM me privately. <laughs> oh, don't you dare DM me because I can't handle my heart can't handle it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I will break the news to her softly and probably through a series of jokes that will come off as way more offensive. So. Uh, just actually you forward it to Amy and we'll see what can happen. But, <laughs> yes, um, exactly. She'll smooth it over. Anyway, I think we've done as much damage as we possibly could. Yeah, um, good, good luck out there, girlfriends. <laughs> Um, but we'll be back here in two weeks to talk about something else and butcher it but uh, we care about you today and we're thankful for you today yes we are we are have a good week (laughs) 